The Big Buck Show is brought to you by Appreciate, investing beyond boundaries. Stick around until the end of the video to find out how Appreciate turns your small bucks into big bucks. Appreciate is the investment platform that helps you meet all your investment needs. We offer both active and passive investing products and all asset types from bank deposits to stocks. And it's all available in a simple, safe and easy to use app. Download the app in the Play Store and visit our website, appreciatewell.com for more info. Hey folks, I'm Shabho and you're listening to the Big Bucks Podcast. It's the podcast where we tell you how you can start your investment journey. And really, you find out everything you need to know about how you can make your small bucks into big bucks. So do you remember the first time you traveled on an airplane? And if you haven't, then you know you can learn vicariously through this. I do. The first time I traveled on an airplane was 23-ish. Before then, I had never been to an airport. You know, grew up in a fairly middle-class uh, family that pretty much did buses and trains, right? No cars either. The first time I went to an airport was a big deal, right? So obviously, you know, we didn't have security the way we do now, but it was, you know, I was looking up and like, wow, this is amazing. They got into the plane. So a couple of things happened. First, I was like, wow, this is a metal bird that's going to fly in the sky. There's no way it's going to happen. It's going to crash. That was my first instinctive reaction, right? That how does X tons of metal like float in the air, right? And I didn't have Google at that point, right? This is a long time ago. There was no Google. I couldn't look it up and figure out aerodynamics. So I had this panic attack saying, this thing is going to crash. I'm going to die. While that was happening, I couldn't figure out how to put my seatbelt on, right? Like I, for the life of me, couldn't figure out that seatbelt. And don't laugh. I'm sure the first time you went on an airplane, you couldn't figure out the seatbelt either, but I couldn't figure out the seatbelt. Finally, of course, a very kind air hostess told me how to, you know, basically use the seatbelt. Great, sitting there. Takes off, does not crash, clearly, because I'm here, right? Still anxious. And then turbulence starts, right? I'm like, oh my God, we're going to die, right? Every time there's a slight bump, I'm like, no, 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 it's going down. And that was crazy. Why am I telling you this? Because investing is kind of like flying, right? You don't know where you are. You think things are super complicated. There's turbulence, right? Markets go up and down. You think it's the end of the world. But ultimately, you get to your destination. The plane lands. You're fine. You take another trip. It's all good. Today, I fly all the time, right? But investing without, you know, the plane is still extremely challenging, right? You don't know how to put your seatbelt on. You don't know even where to go. At least I knew where I was going. Turbulence spooks you. And so I think it's important while I'm giving you all the gyan, right? I said, boss, invest, do But if you're in your shoes, and I know you are, you're wondering, but I can't figure out how. So let's actually talk to someone who's in your shoes. And by the way, if you're an expert investor, then, you know, you can probably sympathize with this because you were in their shoes a while ago. Let's talk to someone who really has taken our first two episodes to heart, right? They want to invest. They're happy to actually be disciplined. But they're not quite sure how to do it. So we'll talk to Akhil. Uh, you'll see him shortly. And we'll have a conversation about how to really, as a novice investor, start your journey so that your small box can become big box. Hey, Akhil, how are you doing? Hey, Shabo. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, my pleasure. So uh, we're going to talk about investing, huh? So... What would be most helpful for us to talk about? Do you have any topic in mind? 
well, my friends, my family have been telling me that I need to start investing. I really want to start, but I'm not really sure about where to begin. Okay, so let's start with goals. Do you have a goal that you'd like to save for? Yeah, I'd like to buy a luxury car, say a BMW, in the next four years or so. Do you have any idea how much they cost? About 65 lakhs. Okay. And then how much do you think you can save without fundamentally compromising your needs, lifestyle, etc. on a monthly basis starting now? About a lakh a month, I'd say. Okay, a lakh a month. So let's just look at, you know, what you can save, how much the car costs and what's a reasonable timeline, right? So the first thing is, is your four to five year timeline reasonable or not, right? Like if you look at a lakh a month, you're saving 12 lakhs, right? Now at the same time, if you invest it, you should also expect a return. I'm presuming that you want to make sure that this is fairly, you know, risk protected, right? You're not about to take a wild bet and you're not okay if you lose the money completely, right? So you're going to take a measured investment strategy. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. So let's assume you're expecting a market return, which is around 10 to 12%. So what that means is if you invest 12 lakhs in the year, right? You'll get, because you're investing over the year, you'll get about, you know, six and a half, seven percent, right? So that 12 lakhs will become closer to 13 lakhs, right? But then next year, that 13 lakhs will compound, you'll invest another 12 lakhs. So I think with a lakh and a market return that doesn't expose you to a very risky portfolio, you know, it's not zero risk, but it's not very high risk, you can expect within a period of five-ish years, right, depending on how the market does, to save up enough, right? So your four years, I don't know if that'll quite work, but five years, right, is okay. Is that the only goal you have though? So I'll come back and focus on this goal, but I want to ask you that because I love the fact that you're buying a car, right? You look super cool in it. But shouldn't you have some more goals? What about your 15-year goal or your 20-year goal? Retirement, I know you're like nowhere close to retirement. Do you think about that? Yeah, I do think about that. Yeah, I'd like to put money away for retirement, of course. Okay, but after you buy your car? After I buy my car, yeah. So one thing I'd suggest is maybe you either downgrade what you want to buy or you extend the time horizon because my recommendation would be don't save only to buy your car. Also start saving for retirement. Of course, don't give up your car goal, right? If the total amount you can invest is one lakh, right? Maybe start saving some portion for retirement and save some portion for the car, right? And you can also take some differential risk, right? And Maybe therefore, you know, you can buy a slightly, you know, less grand car in three and a half, four years, right? Because I think making sure that you have the ability to save for short-term goals and long-term goals is super important. Is that, is it making sense? Or you're like, no man, like the car, like that's, that's what I really want. Or does the retirement conversation resonate at all? I mean, the car is the most interesting, but yeah, I, yeah. Okay, let's, 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 let's focus on the car. But so I would highly recommend that you make some split, 75, 25, 50, 50, whatever you're comfortable with for a longer term 15, 20 year goal where you can take more risk and maybe get more return. And maybe if that pans out, it'll help you with the car as well. And then you have a smaller goal, right? Or a smaller amount and a shorter goal for the car, right? Now, we've talked about how much you can save. We've talked about some rejiggering of the goals. Do you know what you'll invest in? No. Right, not. 
So you can go a couple of routes, right? And I'll tell you what I like and what I don't like. You can obviously take bets on individual stocks, but you're a novice, right? Unless it's a small bet, right? So maybe you can say, hey, look, I want to invest a thousand rupees, you know, or five thousand rupees every month for my lack on individual stock. It's just like you know, and you can have an investment thesis. That's fine, but I wouldn't put the bulk of your money there. Make sense? If you think of what we're talking about, I'm building you a portfolio, a portfolio of goals and a portfolio of investments to meet those goals. So you can take a few bets. Like I know you really like you know Google, right? Based on our conversation, please don't put a lack into Google, right? You can put ten, fifteen thousand in, see how it does. But I think the bulk of your money should be in a more diversified portfolio. Do you know what diversified means? Because this is not about me saying you don't know it, but do you really know what diversified means? I have an idea, but it might help to explain it a bit better. So what diversification means is, hey, am I putting my money in many different investment securities? A security is an investment unit. So that if one goes up, right, or and the other one goes down, they balance each other out. Or rather, if one goes down, another one going up balances out. It's essentially reducing your risk. So the concern that you have, saying I don't want to lose my money, it really helps you minimize that concern while not losing all your returns. Because if you really wanted no risk, you could just put it into a bank account, but you wouldn't get a great return. You wouldn't meet your goals, right? And so, therefore, you need a diversified asset base. And typically, a diversified asset base means you want to invest in many securities. So, not just Google, but Google and another company, another company, five hundred, six hundred securities. When I say you have to invest in five hundred or six hundred securities, is your mind spinning? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so I don't want you to buy six hundred different investments separately. Right, that would be complicated, right? And you know, I'm not for complicated stuff. So, how would you go about buying 600 securities in one click? Not sure. Yeah, most people don't, right? Would you buy a mutual fund? No, the subject of market risk. <laughs> Everything subject to market risk, right? But the reason you wouldn't buy a mutual fund is because they're charging you a high expense ratio, and they typically, I think, you know. Not very well put together in many cases, right? The kind of return you get is sometimes quite different from what your broker promises you. So, do you want to minimize the cost of your investment? Yes or no? Yeah. And do you want a diversified investment base based on what we just discussed? I do. Okay. So, what you should go for is an exchange traded fund. Three big words. Exchange. It's listed on an exchange, so it's not at risk of someone running away. Right, traded. It's traded every day, so you know what the price is. You know what's happening with it. And fund. A fund is nothing but an aggregation of stocks. That's what an exchange traded fund is. Yeah. So, you know, because you want a fancy car, right? Like BMW was a brand name. Tesla's a brand name, right? Like you know, you threw out Ford. So let's maybe you know to 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 give you more diversification. Let's talk about a U.S. exchange traded fund. Do you know what the S and P five hundred is? No. Yeah. So it's an index. An index is nothing but a combination of many shares. There's a, a research agency called S and P, and they have five hundred stocks that they track, 
these are the 500 most valuable stocks in the US. And you can buy an exchange traded fund that mirrors this, which means that you buy one unit of the fund and it gives you the equivalent of buying a proportionate share of 500 of these stocks, right? Is that a diversified portfolio in your head? 500 of the most valuable US companies? Would you like to own that? Yes. And that means that you don't have to bother with buying different securities. It gives you diversification. It gives you pretty good return. And if you invest from India, typically, if you look at the trends, you'll get currency appreciation over time, especially if you're holding it over multiple years, right? So you can expect, you know, if the markets hold, and again, everything is subject to market risk, so there's no guarantee, but 15 to 16% return, including currency appreciation. Does that sound better than putting in a fixed deposit? Yeah, a whole lot better. Okay. How do you do it? Akhil, do you know how? So now you know what to do. If we ended the conversation now, could you go and execute it? Um, that would be, be my next question, actually. So my question to you is, let's understand this. Do you like paperwork? Do you like forms? Like, you know, does that give you a rush to like fill out these nice forms, lots of detail? Do you feel more secure because you're filling out these forms? Like, how do you feel about forms? No, no one likes them, no. Would you like to go to a bank or another physical entity, you know, like, you know, a mutual fund branch or a distributor branch, like sit down, have some chai, talk about this. Is, is that how you like to do business? No. <laughs> okay. So if you don't like forms and you like convenience and you want something that you can look at, you know, at the touch of a fingertip, you've got to go in and choose an investment app, right? I won't tell you which one because I'm not in the business of giving you recommendations, right? Brand recommendations, but choose an investment app, but just make sure that this investment app has a couple of things going for it. It actually gives you access to a broad set of securities. It is truly convenient. Imagine an app that's clunky. Don't choose an app that's clunky. And make sure it gives you access to multiple markets because you truly want diversification, right? So you can actually make your dreams come true with minimum risk, right? And so why don't you do this? Let's have an offline conversation about which investment apps. And by the way, if those of you who are watching want to know which investment apps, write to me, I'll respond. And then we'll also bring Akhil back in three or four weeks so that we can understand how his portfolio is going and what's happening. Akhil, was this helpful? Yeah, absolutely was. Thank you so much. Awesome. Love it. And we'll keep in touch. I want to see when you buy that car. Hey, so, you know, you saw the conversation with Akhil. I think many of you are probably stuck where he is, which is you understand that you need to save. You're not clear on goals. You're not clear on the right portfolio of goals. And then you're wondering how. So we'll cover a lot more of which instruments, how, where, and, and actually bring more of you, right? So it's fascinating talking to folks who have all the right intentions, but really want some more help in figuring out what they need to do. So we'll definitely cover more on that. But let me recap a few key points we covered so that you have a summary that you can use in your head. One, you have to have not just one goal, but a portfolio of goals. Of course, you can have short-term goals. That's amazing. That rewards you for saving. But you've got to have a longer horizon goal as well. Right? It goes back to the question of discipline, to the fact that you should do what your mother really wants. Right? Back to episode two. You also need to make sure that you're thinking about where you invest sensibly. And most of you have a sensible view on what you want your investments to do. Right? Hey, am I going to protect against loss? 
what's the return profile? How will I know? So you've got to make sure that these questions are front and center and you're choosing investments that match your expectations. It's you at the center. And three, how you execute is actually pretty important, right? How much time are you spending with bureaucracy? Is this something where you can track your investments? And so I would say in a world where you can buy anything you want one click with Amazon, why should your investments be any different? Why should you not be able to invest one click? And I think you need to choose a method that fundamentally gives you convenience and gives you the ability to live life the way you want to and invest the way you want to. And of course, we'll cover more in subsequent episodes on how you do that. Hey, thanks for watching. This is The Big Buck Show and uh, hope you had an informative, useful session. Stay tuned. 